Hello, and welcome to the Emotional Self Mastery Podcast, the best podcast on regaining personal power, self-confidence, and peace. I'm your host, Cheryl C. Jones, a transformational life coach, professional speaker, and the author of the book, Emotional Self Mastery. And I'm Kathy Holsher, the producer of this podcast and Cheryl's sidekick. Each week, we explore topics that will help you eliminate negative self-talk, worry, anxiety, and fear, so you can live your best life. A bit of warning, though. This podcast may contain true stories of personal challenges and how they were solved. The information you hear may inspire you to take action in your own life. If you are ready to increase success and happiness and live your best life, listen on. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, Kathy. Hey, Cheryl. What are we talking about today? This week is part two of the imposter syndrome, and it's all about resolution, kicking imposter syndrome to the curb. I like that. (laughs) I do too. So last week we talked about the imposter syndrome and explored the financial and emotional costs involved with not getting it resolved. We probably should back up for those folks who haven't heard last week's podcast and just let them know that it's available and let them know what the definition is of imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is defined as a psychological pattern in which an individual questions their skills, abilities, talents, or accomplishments, causing the person to have self-doubt and to internalize the fear of being found out or exposed as a fraud. Or is it something other than what they present themselves as, right? Those who are experiencing imposter syndrome have difficulty internalizing their accomplishments. When you think of internalizing your accomplishments, it's about fully recognizing and accepting your role in making those things happen. It wasn't by chance that you achieved whatever those results were and were able to accomplish those goals. You achieved them because you put the work in and you made it happen. Not by luck. Not by luck. Here's the thing. Imposter syndrome shows up as a little voice in your head, listing all the reasons you should not take action. My little voice says unhelpful things like, you're not ready for that, or who are you kidding? You're not all that. Or what makes you think you know what you're talking about? (laughs) She's real sweet, isn't she? Hmm. Well, I think your little voice knows my little voice. (laughs) So here's the thing. I like to call that little voice in my head by her acronym, SDB, or self-defeating brat. Mm-hmm. I, I cleaned up that language a little bit for, this, for our audience here because that B normally stands for a much stronger word. <laughs> Keeping it clean. So what I can tell you is that SDB uses a lot of influence and negative words to have power over me. And it influences how I feel about myself. Listening to her question me or challenge me just wears me down over time. And it's really difficult to power through her negativity. I'm wondering, have you, Kathy, ever experienced something like that? And I'd like our audience to think about, do you have a voice inside you that's an SDB? 
Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Well, I'd like to take us all through a little recall exercise. I'd like for you to think about a time in your professional or personal life where you had, you've heard that internal voice of discouragement, that voice that keeps you from taking the next step forward towards something you wanted or a goal. You might've had an opportunity to apply for a new position or maybe a higher paying job, or maybe within the same organization, you wanted to apply for a promotion, but that internal voice said to you, don't do it. And then another little voice said, go for it. And you get this waffling back and forth. And usually, at least in my experience, the negative side wins out. Of course, something. it is. It's amazing the influence it has. Of course, you might experience that negative inner voice in a personal situation. Perhaps you were single and wanted to get to know someone a little bit better in hopes that you could start a relationship. But you never reached out to that person because that inner voice told you you might get rejected. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So what's your situation? What did your negative inner voice say to you? Kathy, what have you experienced? Well, it, it, that made me, you know, you always make me think, Cheryl. That's my job. Yep. <laughs> so before I was a podcast co-host and producer, <laughs> I had a 30-year career in the travel industry. And when I, quote unquote, retired, uh, more like left, <laughs> left, the, left the industry. <laughs> no big fanfare. My little voice said, you know, I wanted to, what I wanted to do was write. You know, I wanted the mm -hmm. second career as a writer because I'd always wanted to be a writer. And my little voice kept saying, you don't have any talent. You can't write. What are you talking about? And nobody cares what you have to say anyway. <laughs> so. Lovely. What a friend. <laughs> so I didn't even try for a while. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, I mean, it just shuts you down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think your story is unlike other people's. I think there's a, so many similarities. <laughs> You know, a couple of years ago, I was asked, well, more than a couple of years ago, more like a number of years ago, I was asked to speak to a group of attorneys and I'd never worked with attorneys before. And the attorney who hired me asked me to weave in some important concepts like making sure that they bill, you know, record their billable hours and a few other things. And he wanted them to hear it from me. So because he'd been harping on it for a while. So I think my topic was on customer service or something like that. And although his request wasn't significantly, significantly outside the scope of what I was speaking on, it felt awkward because he's like, put these things in here, you know? Well, the day came for the presentation and I, as I tried to sound like I was familiar with the legal profession, I felt like a total phony. My mind literally had two audio tracks running parallel inside my head as I delivered my presentation. The first track was the content that I'd planned to say on the topic. And the other was my good friend, SDB, reminding me of how little I knew about the legal industry and that I was totally faking it which was not necessarily true. <laughs> but I have to tell you that having two audio tracks running in your mind at the same time drove me crazy as I was trying to present. I kept getting distracted by her voice and that negative conversation. You know, ultimately, there was no terrible outcome from it. But 
I know that I could have been much more present with my audience and done an even better job had that second voice not be running over in my head over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. So you're standing up there giving your presentation and working with these people and in the back of your head, you're going, I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) Basically. And you know, it's funny because it's not like my voice. That's kind of frightening. (laughs) You know, what do you think? Like, like you said, I think it was last week on the podcast that you, you felt naked that one time. Oh, yes. You know, mm-hmm. at your book signing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Kind of that same thing. This this, this time it, sounded, it seemed like more like multiple personalities. But folks, I don't have multiple personalities. <laughs> I just want to let you know, just so you feel real clear about that. So, you know, the challenge is that these experience ha- experiences have emotional and financial costs involved. In this case, for me, it wasn't a financial cost, but it was an emotional cost. The emotion that I sensed was to feel like an, not a value or not credible or enough, or you know that I didn't have good enough content. I had great content and I was a good presenter, but that self-doubt got stuck in my subconscious And that happens for many of us. So here's what happens when this kind of scenario, I want to break the structure down for you so you understand how it happens. We have an interpretation of an experience. My interpretation was I wasn't good enough. I didn't know how to talk to these people. I didn't belong in this industry. I mean, any number of things you could make up there. And I did. And that interpretation gets lodged in our subconscious mind as an emotion. We have these these memories, if you will, that get lodged in our subconscious, these emotions and memories attached with, attached with emotions lodged in our subconscious from both positive experiences and negative experiences. However, the negative experiences tend to carry a much bigger emotional charge to them than the positive ones. Hmm. So let me see if I am understanding what you're saying. You, you have an experience like your attorney story, and then you have a perception or an assessment about that experience. Yes. And in the case of your story, you thought you didn't know enough about being an attorney to qualify to make this presentation, even though you knew your original content really well. Mm-hmm. And because you had doubtful thoughts about it, it caused you to question yourself. And that had the emotional impact of you not feeling worthy or not enough. And that belief of unworthiness became lodged in your subconscious. Did I get that right? You got it exactly right. It's perfectly described. Wow. That's like a big old tangle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) My question to you now is, what can we do about it? It sounds like a difficult place to be, you know? Having your past challenging experiences influence your future future experiences. Yes, it is. And none of us have to live with the influence of our false beliefs because that's what they are. We can change them. Before I answer your question as to how to change them, I want to take a break to acknowledge our sponsor. So today's podcast is sponsored by my book, Emotional Self-Mastery, the best book on regaining personal power, self-confidence, and peace. 
In this book, you'll find techniques that will help you reclaim your personal power and build your self-confidence. It will also teach you how to regain control over your negative thoughts and emotions so that you no longer are influenced by them. Find Emotional Self-Mastery, the book, on Amazon, and you can download the first chapter for free at www.simplythebestresults.com. You'll find it under the book tab. Now, back to your question, Kathy, what can you do to stop feeling like a phony? Well, I've got two ideas for you, two suggestions that will help you get past it. The first one is very, very simple. Recognize your accomplishments. Sometimes we need to remind ourselves just how awesome we are. One of the best ways to get a little morale boost to start overcoming those feelings of phoniness is to make a list of your accomplishments. Kind of like you might do if you were going to update your resume. I want you to write down everything you can think of, include both personal and professional accomplishments, volunteer work, whatever comes up. If you rescued a dog from, a, from being lost in your neighborhood, I want you to write it down. And I don't want you to distinguish between items that you accomplished alone and those that you accomplished as part of the team. The important thing here is to acknowledge that you are not the sum of your accomplishments. Your value does not come from them. You were born without self-doubt and without fear. Let me say that again. You were born without self-doubt and without fear. You did not come upon this earth with any experience of phoniness or falsehood. These are concepts and beliefs that your conscious mind created. Since you created these false beliefs, you can also uncreate and destroy them too. Making your list of accomplishments is just a starting point for you to really recognize and start owning what you have been able to do so far. So anytime you feel like a phony, have thoughts that make you feel inadequate or have a low vibration emotion like fear or insecurity, you can use this next technique I'm going to share with you to destroy it and uncreate it. Can I just give a, a like a disclaimer here for you? Because sure. this, this technique that you're about to introduce works. It's crazy. It works. But it sounds weird. Yes, it and does I sound know. weird. And so, you know, I, w I just want to set it up that way, but this, this really does work because, you know, I'm, I'm just the common girl here. <laughs> I try everything out that Cheryl, all, everything she suggests, I try out. And this has really worked for me. That's awesome to hear. I'm really pleased to hear it. So I think that's more of a testimonial than a disclaimer, but I will take it either way. <laughs> and yes, it does sound weird. So our first technique was to recognize your accomplishments. And that's just to kind of get you over the feelings of, of inadequacy or whatever might be going on. The second technique is based on a technique called access consciousness. And it requires that you identify first the idea or the emotion or the thought that you would like to destroy, uncreate, release. That, you know, that voice, that inner voice we talked about that makes you feel less than whole. Mm -hmm. Once that you've identified that thought or emotion, all you need to do is place it in this phrase and repeat it. And I like to repeat it out loud, say it out loud to uncreate it and destroy it. It's incredibly powerful. 
So here is how I might have used it if I had known it back in the time when I was working with the attorneys. But unfortunately, I didn't. So I had those two crazy tracks going in my head, right? So the emotions that I was experiencing while working with the attorneys was probably to sum it up inadequacy or not, not enough, not knowledgeable enough. And the thought that went through my head was, I can't possibly know their work lives, what they're like, and why would they listen to me? So it was kind of like that was the add-on to I'm not enough and, and I'm inadequate, right? So right. this is how the phrase would sound had I used the technique back then. I would say anywhere I've adopted the belief that I don't know what it's like to be an attorney and I can't possibly understand it or speak to their needs, I choose to destroy and uncreate this belief across all dimensions, directions, lifetimes, levels, layers, planes, time, and space, and reality now without any healing crisis, discomfort, drama, or delay. Good, bad, right, wrong, pod, puck, all nine shorts, boys, and beyonds. And so it is. This simple phrase would have destroyed and uncreated that thought that I wasn't enough and that I didn't understand their industry. That's because it was all made up to begin with. I made that up to begin with. So I have the power to undo it. So I encourage you to try this phrase out for yourself. And be sure to check the show notes where you'll find the entire phrase listed so you can use it immediately. Hey, do us a favor too and let us know how this technique works for you by leaving us a message in our Facebook group and it's titled Emotional Self-Mastery Podcast. This is where we can exchange ideas and you can tell, tell us how things are working and we'll be sure to respond and give you some feedback. I have to tell you that this technique has done wonders for me, and I still use it regularly. Thanks for joining us today, and stay connected with us by subscribing and following us. For more tips and information on kicking imposter syndrome to the curb, check out Cheryl's blog this week using the link in the show notes. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Hey, wait, before you go, I have a quick follow-up story on using the access consciousness phrase to clear out symptoms of imposter syndrome. Right after we finished recording this episode, I had a coaching client named Samantha. And the first thing out of Samantha's mouth after we had our hellos was she said, she's not doing so well. This really surprised me because Samantha is always full of energy, happy and upbeat. And Today, that was not her energy. She said that she felt mentally overwhelmed and exhausted, like she was mentally off. And she said she felt irritable and generally sad and just awful about herself. And this was just breaking my heart because this young woman is so vibrant and alive and positive and, you know, strong and capable and self-confident. Well, she said that even her boyfriend, who she absolutely adores, was getting on her nerves. He was saying things that wouldn't normally bother her, but today they were just hurting her feelings. And he wasn't even meaning to hurt her feelings. It's just the way it was coming out. So I asked her to tell me more about what she was feeling so I could kind of get a handle on where it was coming from maybe and what else was going on.
And she said she really didn't know how to explain it. It just felt like, like she wasn't enough. She wasn't pretty enough or attractive enough. In fact, she said she felt kind of ugly. And she said she felt like she wasn't interesting enough and that she didn't have any common sense. And some old garbage from a previous boyfriend was coming up and bugging her about common sense stuff. She also said that she noticed that she was doing a lot of self-comparison, especially on social media. And that was kind of odd for her, too, because her self-confidence is usually quite high. There was a lot of stuff going on. And as I probed further, I found out she had an awful lot of anxiety. So by this point, I had plenty of information to work on. And together, Sam and I used the access consciousness phrase to clear out the majority of her negative emotions. The remaining issues we cleared with another technique that I'll have to tell you about later. But the good news is that several hours later, I got a text from Sam saying that she was continued to feel great and that she was back to her old self, her old confident self and feeling good about herself and good about her relationship with her boyfriend. If you're in an imposter funk or just not feeling the best about yourself, you should know that it's really difficult to fake your way through it. What you need to do is get back to your old strong, confident, powerful self. And the way to do that is to remove those emotions that have you stuck. Don't try to muddle through it. It's only going to make things worse. Instead, set an appointment with me. Give me 30 minutes and I'll have at least three actions you can take to start feeling better. You know, it's only $50 and it's well worth it. You can find the link in the show notes. You deserve to feel optimistic, positive, and powerful because that's who you are. Thank you for tuning into Emotional Self Mastery. We'll be back next week with a new topic to help you reclaim your personal power, self-confidence, and inner peace. Please be sure to subscribe to this podcast and comment on this episode. While you're at it, please share it with a friend. We invite you to join our new Facebook group, Emotional Self Mastery Podcast. This group is for listeners of this podcast and is a forum to ask questions, exchange ideas, share appropriate content, and create a community for those who are seeking to regain their personal power, self-confidence, and inner peace. You can search for the group through our Facebook page, Simply the Best Results, or through groups on Facebook. The direct link can be found in our show notes. To receive a full recap of this week's content with resources and helpful hints, sign up on the first page of my website, simplythebestresults.com. If you know that you'd like to receive some special attention to help you remove the trapped emotions that have you stuck, simply schedule a laser clearing session with me using the link in the show notes or through the Facebook group, Emotional Self Mastery Podcast. You'll find it in the About section. Listeners of this podcast receive a special discounted rate of $50 for 30 minutes of clearing. To connect with me on LinkedIn, search for Cheryl C. Jones. Cheryl is spelled with C-H and be sure to use my middle initial C. And on Facebook, you can find me at Simply the Best Results. You're always welcome to email me directly at Cheryl at SimplyTheBestResults.com. And be sure to visit my website, www.SimplyTheBestResults.com, for more information and inspiration. This has been an Emotional Self-Mastery production.
Created and hosted by Cheryl C. Jones. Edited by the amazing Brandy Hockaday. And produced and co-hosted by Kathy Holscher. New episodes are available each Thursday on Apple, Stitcher, Google, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and most other podcast platforms. Thanks for listening. 